how long will the weight of this darkness press upon my shoulders? No one truly understands the anguish in my soul. I'm spent beyond measure. Who could possibly understand the dreadful nuances of this long suffering that wrecks havoc on my joy? Gazing towards the future with no end in view. Is it even possible to find joy when the darkness won't lift? Last week in part one of this series, the gruesome nature of darkness and its unpleasant initiation into our lives was considered. After all, there's never an ideal time for a season of darkness to begin, right? The startling impact of suffering's genesis upon so many of our lives necessitated a response. The truth surrounding one's decision to be still and take inventory often serves as the deciding factor between a journey that leads towards deeper joy within suffering or to unrelenting depression. Yet for many of us, these dark nights of the soul are not quickly fading. You see, there's a woman right now dreadfully keeping score of how many years have passed as she grows desperate towards becoming pregnant and not all wounds heal within a few weeks time. In fact, you probably know of someone who was in a terrible car accident, still suffering the consequences of that event. Or perhaps you're the parent of a child with special needs, irrespective of whether those needs are physical, emotional, or behavioral. There's no quick remedy for your unique challenges as a parent. And it really hurts when you reflect about what he, she, or they did to you. Everyone demands you move on. It's been a long time. Just let it go. You're only punishing yourself. Just trust God, your friends implore. Though well-intended, their inability to recognize that what may have begun as an event of darkness has subtly transitioned into a season of darkness for you. And you're hurting terribly. With so many desires unmet, the engulfing combination of uncertainty, doubt, and loneliness promise to decapitate your future. If you are a Bible-believing Christian, you have heard of the power of placing things into the light. Let us briefly examine these three enemies of our joy and then provide a remedy in hopes that their power over our lives would be diminished. For those who are more skeptical of the Bible and the person of Jesus, I wouldn't expect you to accept everything at face value. But I would like you to consider if what I'm about to share rings true. Perhaps this blog post could simply serve as a conversation starter for you to contemplate further. Let us look at these poachers of our joy. Uncertainty. How difficult is uncertainty to bear? For most of us, it's a crushing blow. 
You see, we're anxious to know if we're going to die from this disease or whether our child is going to turn out all right. What if my child dies? What if I get cancer? What if my spouse leaves me? What if my season of darkness never ends? The uncomfortable truth is, any of those things could happen. The power of the unknown, when left unchecked, often serves as a joy stealer. Doubt. It was just the other week that I was wrestling with this area of my life. In fact, there are particular doubts that seem to resurface from time to time in my life. How frustrating this is. Oftentimes, I'm not aware that fragments of doubt are creeping into my soul until I experience a peculiar type of vitality fatigue. Vitality fatigue is when doubt drains your energy that should be placed elsewhere. The root of this problem originates from doubting that certain promises of God are not true in your case. The longer we carry these doubt weights in our seasons of darkness, the stronger their power to steal our joy becomes. Loneliness. Loneliness has a way of oppressing the brokenhearted and suffering. Because our society refuses to step into things with others, the wounded are often left alone. And being alone is a terrible thing. You see, we were not created to bear the weight of isolation, but rather we were created for community. When one steps outside our creative communal destiny, we lay exposed to the variety of evil vices of the night. A similar thing happens to people who position themselves in solitary confinement. Deprived of interaction with other people, those in seasons of darkness begin to doubt everything, including their own value and existence. And while the weight of loneliness, doubt, and uncertainty can destroy your life, finding solid footing for your joy despite difficult darkness, becomes imperative for your endurance. So where is this solid footing formed? And more importantly, how do you maintain it? We must hold fast to these three principles. Number one, your suffering isn't meaningless. Suffering can have many different causes attached to it, but meaningless isn't one of them. In the world's view, suffering is never seen as a meaningful part of life, but only as an interruption. And while the culture may buck their proverbial eyes at your suffering, the God of the Bible does not. In fact, the Bible doesn't water down our suffering, but rather it illuminates its purposes in a variety of ways. And if confronted correctly, it has the power to navigate us towards the one true God in methods that are beyond comprehension. Number two, give yourself a personal outlet for your pain. In fact, the book Christians call the Bible depicts countless accounts of men and women, just like you and I, who experienced terrible suffering. And they were not perfect in their darkness either. Many of them kept journals, and even wrote songs to express their pain. 
In fact, you can read Psalm 88 to experience some of these journal's entries. So please, give yourself permission to examine your suffering authentically through writing. The God of the Bible is big enough to handle your pain. Number three, search and embrace the only love that won't disappoint. There are many versions of love expressed throughout the world. There is love that comes with a multitude of conditions, or perhaps the love that requires us to give little but expects very much. However, there is only one type of love that ultimately and finally won't disappoint you. It's the one type that won't change, can't be lost, that is not based on the ups and downs of life or how well you live. It's something that not even death can take away from you. It is in searching and ultimately finding this mysterious love that you have the potential to not only endure your suffering, but to overcome it. So yes, yes, there is a way to find joy when the darkness seemingly won't lift. In our, right now, instant results-oriented culture, I'm afraid that you've already been told everything you need to do and accomplish in your suffering. But please understand, there is more to be examined as you endure these difficult, dark nights of the soul. Eventually, there is a graduation process in your suffering that needs to occur. But my aim in this specific post wasn't to pull and push you forward, but rather to lean your ears towards important foundational principles to facilitate your endurance. In other words, you have to first be filled up before you can pour out. So when life leaves you broken, finding solid footing for your joy, despite difficult darkness, becomes imperative for your joy to endure. In finding this unconditional love, this amazing joy, you will then have the necessary reservoir for all that is coming ahead of you. <laughs>